Have you ever wanted to start a business but feel stuck and don't know how to start? I want to get you from idea to income in less than 90 days so you can change lives and make an impact while earning money. My name is Barbie Jo and welcome to Passion to Profit. Hello everyone, Barbie Jo here and welcome to another episode of the podcast. So the goal is by the end of this half-day masterclass, you're set up to start receiving clients, to start attracting those high-paying clients. We want you to start building your business like now, today. Get that calendar booked. Erin, you worked on building systems, taking classes, trying to figure out social media. I'm a caretaker for my mom who has poor health. I don't feel safe going into people's homes. I've been picking up lately with in-home sessions. Okay. So now you are going back into people's homes. Okay, cool. That's great. And I've always kept the doors open for my virtual sessions, even though we are back to normal here in Texas, because they're so convenient. They're so nice. And, you know, if people, you know, have to cancel because someone got sick in their home, you could say, oh, well, we could actually do it virtually if you'd like to continue, but they have to be willing to work alongside you. That's the only thing. Yeah, social media is tricky. It's tricky. So we're going to dive into that. I, When I got started with my business, I took, um, I enrolled in an online business school. I've hired two or three, four different business coaches that all had different specialties. One was offer creation. One was marketing. One was social media. One was funnel building. So I've done all this work. I've I think I've invested over $30,000. No, over $80,000 all said and done into my business just to learn everything because I wanted to understand it all. And I wanted to have everything done right. And so I did. I I did the work. I did the dirty work. I did the investing. But that's something I want to save you from. So what I'm going to share with you are the things I've picked up along the way, the things I found most applicable and that have had the most impact on my business. That's what we're going to get into today as far as marketing your business to attract the high-paying clients. So if you have any questions for me right now on consultations, on the actual organizing process, on um, certifications, whatever, ask away. A lot of people have come to me and they're like, oh, well, I'm considering starting this, but I don't have a website or I haven't registered as a business yet. And I say to them, doesn't matter. You don't need those things to get started. Just do it now. Do it now. Get out and do the thing. And if you're just starting and you don't have that belief that you are the expert and that you are capable of providing change, for other people, then I say, um, do it in exchange for testimonials. Just do small little jobs like junk drawer here, a linen closet there, just small little things in exchange for testimonials. Go to your friends and family. Go to anyone you've helped in the past and say, hey, would you mind leaving me a review? Collect those reviews. Those are gold. Then you can use them for social media. You can use them for your website. You can use them for your listings. Those are gold. Those are the best marketing you can ever, ever get. But I am all about offering like a white glove service. So that's ideally what I like to do. 
I have a very specific client I like to work with. And then I offer like super valuable in-home service where we set them up for success. And then we follow up to make sure it's working for them and they're able to sustain it. Otherwise, we go in and we fix it. Because we're not the cleaning lady, right? We're not the one and done. We are interior designers of storage solutions to help their their lives function and flow and serve them on a higher level so their lives are easier. That's a goal. So we're creating systems that last, not just a let me tidy up your home for you. That's where we bring in the value. That's where our our prices can get a lot higher. So Kelly, you've been in business, changing your focus, more luxury. Look, love it. I'm overwhelmed doing everything myself, trying to figure out what I can outsource, hire business help, as well as hire a team. So good. That's so good. And that's a good problem to have. That's something we definitely help you with. If you decide to work with us, we definitely train you on that. But I will say getting started, outsource as much as you can. So um, if we're talking about in the field, right? Doing the projects, find friends and family that have an eye for it or are naturally organized people and ask them to help you. That's how I started building my team. I asked my sister-in-law and one of my friends down the street and I said, hey, I've got this really big project. Would you be interested in helping me? My friend was a natural organized person. My sister-in-law was not so much, but she was a helping hand and I needed the help. So I'm like, I'll take what I can get. So I brought them in. I was still charging my fees and then I was paying my helpers like 20 bucks an hour. And I brought them in and it was great. As long as they're willing to take direction from you, you can bring in anyone as your team member and then just direct them. You have That's when you have to get really good at directing and being the project manager because you have the overall vision and then you send them to do various assignments so you can get the job done quicker. I've even in the past hired my competition. Like I've hired colleagues in my area that have organizing businesses to join me on big jobs because her area of expertise was the editing process. Like she thrives with hoarders. I do not. I do not deal with that. I usually come into the game, into the picture after they've gotten rid of all their stuff. But this client had a huge, huge basement office and he wanted to transform it back into a working space And he was a hoarder. So I brought her in and we charged her fee to work with the client. And then I brought in my team and we came in and kind of worked behind them. And as soon as they sorted through various piles and things, we'd sort it, categorize it, give it home and put it away and systematize it. And it worked out so cool. It was so cool. And the client was happily willing to pay us the price because he was getting so much value and we were able to get it done so fast. We were out of his house in less than six hours and the whole thing was complete start to finish. And he got a lot of training along the way working with the hoarding 
declutter coach on the importance of letting go, that you don't have to hold on to everything. And I will say being a specialty, being an expert in hoarding is a, a gift in and of itself. That's something I don't teach, but I can definitely bring her in to teach you guys because she's amazing. And it's like therapy, honestly. Watching her work with the client was like a therapy session. That's why I don't particularly deal with hoarders. I can. And I would, I do, if you, if you end up working in our program, what we do is we give you life coaching certification, life coach training, because that is something you need in your back pocket. That is a tool every organizer needs because people are so emotionally connected to their stuff. So emotionally connected. And you have to be able to relate, be able to help them understand and help them to let go and move on. Right? Great question. And that's so exciting that you're at the phase in your business where you're wanting to bring on a team. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. I would say on-site training is the best way to go. And then you can kind of write up your process of how you go through a client, the process you take them through, the process you go through, and then it's you can replicate it. So as you're training team members, you can send them the documentation, maybe make videos so you don't have to do all the online on the hands-on training. It can kind of just be set up for them. Kind of like when you get a job, right? Most of the training is done via like reading their their manual of their book and then watching some videos. And then you get to work with somebody and they kind of shadow you, right? So the same kind of thing you could set up within your own business. Just start to document your processes. Start to really write it down, break it down. So you could teach somebody else as you bring them on. I want to ask you, what are your goals right now for 2022? Do you have a financial goal? Do you have a number of clients you want to work with? Like, what are your goals? My very first um, client I took on as coaching her through her business, she had been in business for 10 years. And she was charging like $30 an hour. And she was doing everything. She was offering to fold their laundry and like clean their house and then organize their house and help them on like various things around the house. And she was only charging $30 an hour and she was struggling to get clients. It was crazy. And then um, she started working with me and I was like, okay, first up, we got to change your prices. And she was like, no. That's so mean. I can't change my prices. I want to help people. What if they can't afford me? That's so mean. She literally thought it was so mean to raise her prices. And we had to get her behind the mindset that she was worth it, that she is so valuable. She doubled her prices. And that was a stretch for her to charge $60 an hour. Guess what happened? she started booking more clients. And these type of clients were valuing her time. And then she was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And these people are willing to pay it. Then she upped her prices again. Mind you, this happened within four months of us starting to work together. 
So then she raised her price to $75 an hour. Still not where I wanted her to be, but she started booking more clients to where she had a waiting list. Like she was months out and she has consultations every day, every single day. So within that four months of just starting to work together, she quadrupled her revenue. Quadrupled it. Her husband used to ask her every day, you know, when are you going to quit? When are you going to just, you know, throw in the towel and just, you know, you gave it a good run. You gave it 10 years. You know, I applaud you for it, but when are you going to like get a real job? And she stuck it out. And you know what? Within that four months, her husband started to come to her and say, Hey, this is working. What can I do to help you? And so now he drives the trailer. He's got a truck and a trailer and he'll show up at the client's house when she's done with the job and load up all the stuff they want to get rid of. And now she's opening a thrift store to sell all the stuff that she's hauled off for all of her old clients. So now she can turn around and sell their stuff at her thrift store. So she's been able to turn this into a huge, like thriving business. Now she's hiring help. She's hiring um, people for, to run her store. She's hiring photographers to you know, photograph and, and list her items. She has blown up her business all within four months of working together. All right, Kelly says, you need a better system to handle all the client's photos when it's more than just me taking the photos before photos, editing, after photos, posting on social media, any wisdom for efficient workflows that is easily accessible? Great question, Kelly. So there is a very successful organizer. I don't know if any of you follow her. Her name is Organizing with Tracy. That's her Instagram handle. I think her business is Simply Organized or Organized Simply. Anyway, she has a huge team. And she sends her team to the do the job. But I will say she does the consultation and she does it on the phone. And to book a consultation, you have to send her pictures through her email so she can see pictures of the space you want worked on. And then she calls you, you talk on the phone with her, and then she tells you, okay, well, that will probably take a team of 10 to get it done within a six hour day. And it will probably cost you about a thousand dollars in product. Cause she's gotten to the point, you know, where she can estimate about how much it will take depending on the size of the space. So then this is what she does. She sends her team to the job, right? And they start the job because they know what to do. They know they need to start pulling everything out and they start sorting it and categorizing it. And then they bring the client in. If there's too much of something, they'll say, all right, client, come and go through these piles. We see here you have a huge pile of Halloween decorations. Do you want to keep them all? And the client will go through and get rid of some things and not, and then that's great. Then Tracy comes in towards the end to make sure everybody's doing their jobs, right? And that's when she starts to document. She'll start to take video. She'll start to take pictures of the process. So she's just kind of popping in and out of the jobs to check up on her team. And then she's the one who takes the photos. She's the one who posts them. Or if not, I mean, 
you can always send the photos to an assistant and have your assistant post them. But you can keep them very organized within Google albums even. You can organize. This is what I do. I keep every album. Every client has their own photo album in my Google photos. And I take the before pictures and the after pictures. Or if I have my team take the pictures, they send them to me and then I upload them to the folder. So they're saved in that album. So then if I need somebody to post them for me, I can just send them access to that Google album and they can post and edit the photos and do whatever. That was a really good question, Kelly. Let's see. I'm using Google albums currently. Awesome. Awesome. Now I would say to simplify it, if you're getting too many that it's overwhelming, hire an assistant. You can hire a virtual assistant even from like the Philippines and only pay them like six bucks an hour because that's what going rate is in the Philippines. And they speak perfect English. You can send them access to your Google albums and send them access to wherever you want to post them and just let them do it. Let them do it. I would totally outsource. And I have another resource who is um, locally based in the US who who does... um, She helps you find virtual assistants if you'd like. We can set you up with her. How do others have access to edit? It's simple. They just have to download the, the album and then the photos themselves and save it to their own hard drive and then they would edit from their own computer. Okay, let's see. Erin. Erin, I'm trying to add a concierge service to my offering. Love it. My pricing is on the low end for my area. 50 per hour. Ooh, yeah. Minimum three hours. That's good. You want to raise your price, but feel 50 per hour is a lot for the concierge service. Okay, tell me more about the concierge service then. What is it that they're getting? Yeah. So Erin, tell us more about your, your concierge service. What is it that they're getting? Because for $50 an hour, first of all, concierge service sounds really like fancy pants, right? That sounds like a high-end service to me. So if I were to pay for a concierge service, I would expect to pay a lot for it. And $50 an hour is not a lot. I would say the national average is $120 an hour for people in our industry. So yes, you are charging way too low. Um, I would only charge $50 an hour if you were going in and just consulting them and kind of giving them a walkthrough of what you would design or maybe even just giving them the design, like what products they would use, how they would use them, and that's it. Like the shopping, the ordering, the implementing, the setting up of the systems and putting away the stuff would not be included. Would not be included. Okay, Claudia, do you have a question? Your hand is raised. Yes, I do. Okay. Thank you. Uh Uh, I am, I just uh, started, uh, I mean, I took classes. I've been studying for the last, last six months. I've been reading books and taking classes. Uh, to become a personal organizer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a large experience as a house cleaner and housekeeper. Uh, but uh, three years ago, I had to decrease the amount of work because um, I had some health issues and I can't do any kind of work. It gives me pressure on my head. 
so I had to change, you know, my life. And I I just work for a few clients now. And of course, I don't make enough money to make living. Um, and then uh, because I like to organize it, I always did it. I, I, I love to, to put everything in order. You know, and I saw people when I used to go clean their houses, how much they need that kind of a help. Mm -hmm. I I got interested to do this. But right now I'm kind of a loss because um, I don't know how to reach reach these clients, how to find them. Because for cleaning was mouth to mouth, you know, Mm -hmm. like one person recommended me to another Mm -hmm. and to another. But right now, people who I work, they don't want me to go for mm-hmm. organizer because they don't want to lose me as a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. And and it's a little bit selfish of them, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they they got to use to me to be a very easy person. Don't charge too much. My hour, my mm-hmm. hourly rate is $25 on house cleaning, keeping wow. house. It's very low. I've been asking them to give me a raise, and they say right now they can't because COVID, their income being affected. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's hard for me. You know, I'm at my age. I'm gonna turn fifty this year, mm-hmm. and I want to start a business that I can. I definitely can do as you just mentioned. You know, I can grow slowly, grow, growing, growing, and then maybe I can hire people to do for me. Or I can uh, uh, introduce another service with the organization that I can come by to kind of incomes on the same business, you know. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea how to start. I'm very lost. I'm excited with everything I learned, but mm-hmm. I don't know how to start. Okay, great question. Great question. I would say just start. Like just Start with your existing clients, with friends and family and say, hey, I'm offering this new service now where I organize your home. Would you let me organize your home? And I'll only charge you a small fee because I'm just starting out and I would love your feedback. I would love a review, a testimonial and just start. And then tell all your house cleaning clients, say, hey, I'm shifting now into offering this new service. Would you like me to organize your your pantry, your junk drawer. Just start small so they get a taste of what it's like and then say, great, if you would like to hire me to organize more, this is what I charge. And the house cleaning now, I'm not going to do. I will outsource that. I'm hiring team members and they will take care of the housekeeping. But... I would also let all your clients know, say, my prices are going up with inflation, with the cost of living and everything going up, the market, I have to raise my prices and give them 30 days notice. Say, my prices are going up over the next 30 days. If you'd like to book a session right now with me, I will honor my existing price if you get on my calendar before the end of the 30 days. Once the 30 days hits, these are my new prices. And whether, you know, they'll pay. If they love you, they will pay. They will pay. Great question. Thank you for listening to the Passion to Profit podcast. If you loved it, please let us know so we can create more content that will be useful to you. 
We would also like to invite you to our free masterclass on attracting high paying clients. Just visit barbiejoe.com to register for our next free masterclass so you can start filling your calendar with high paying clients and step into a full-time business and not just a hobby. We want to show you how to make more money in less time.